It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder pulling off a surprise trade, trading Mike Muscala to the Boston Celtics and trading Darius Baisley to the Phoenix Suns. What did they get back and what does the rotation look like moving forward this season? We'll talk all about it on today's Locked On Thunder podcast. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Rocket Money, we're going to be diving into the Oklahoma City Thunder trading Darius Baisley to the Phoenix Suns. Shipping Mike Muscala to the Boston Celtics and how this roster and rotation looks like from this point forward. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Make sure that you stop throwing your money away, cancel your unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning Every single day, we're here for you. Talking Thunder Basketball. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms so you never miss an episode. And we're going to dive into these incredible trade deadline surprises. Trades, just topsy-turvy land that we live in right now. So, Sam Presti, always good for a surprise. And he pulled off yet another surprise. I did not expect Mike Muscala to be dealt at the trade deadline. Um... But I think that there are levels to why Mike Muscala was moved at the trade deadline. So here's the trade. The Boston Celtics get Mike Muscala, and the Oklahoma City Thunder get Justin Jackson, returning on a second stint in OKC. However, it's already been reported that Justin Jackson will be bought out. 
2023 and 2029 second round pick. I think that when you look at this trade on the surface, there are a lot of different angles you can go with it. And I think that the first reaction, at least that I saw from the fan base and my mentions, DMs, everything was a lot of pushback, a lot of, why are they doing this? Is this them starting to tank? Is this them, um, you know, giving away a good player for a couple of seconds? This was before, remember, that we knew about the Dario Sarge thing. And here's what I imagine happened, because I get it from the fan perspective of you go from Mike Muscala talking about how much OKC means to him, crying whenever he's talking about this organization, this community, and then this. But I think that whenever you peel back the layers of the onion, you see the whole story. Now, Oklahoma City is known for being transparent with their players. And if I was guessing, I think that the Thunder met with Mike Muscala, and they said, look, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, he's close to coming back. Jay Will out of Arkansas, he's demanding minutes you know, because of his play on the floor. Like His play on the floor warrants him getting a lot of minutes and exploring what he can be. You know, Poku, who knows when or if he's going to return, but you know, whenever Poku's back, of course, he elevates himself above you on the totem pole. On top of using that four or five spot to to play smaller and to and to get wings some minutes from young wings to even Kenny Hustle playing small ball five and playing the four and all that. And so I think that the Thunder met with him and, and laid all that out in front of him and said, look, you are staring down the barrel of more DNPs in your future just as the last two years went, where after the All-Star break, you start to not play. So are you sure about this? Are you sure about your commitment to what we're doing here? Do you want to stay or do you want to find a, a home on a contender? And I think that Muscala chose to seek out this deal and eventually get moved to Boston. And I think that OKC is fine with it because of the, all the aforementioned moves about how, you know, you want to find minutes for Jerry, you want to find minutes for J-Will. But also, if you look in the future, um, you know, Chet Holmgren will be back next year. That's going to be another log jam down low. And it just eliminates an awkward business decision from being made. Because when you look at this team next year, you know, they really need the roster spot that Muscala was occupying in this roster crunch. Uh, but whenever you have a guy that's speeding the drum to be in Oklahoma City, it's hard to tell him to go away. And so now that avoids all that awkwardness in the summertime with, with that team option. As I mentioned before, it's already been reported that the Thunder are going to release Justin Jackson, who of course played with the Thunder before. Uh, but you know this roster spot will be open in the summertime, and it is open right now after the buyout is official. My biggest thing about this trade is just stop panicking. Like To, to sum it up the best that I can, I think that this trade with Mike Muscala to the Celtics is simply this. Instead of sitting here game after game and getting really excited about the young players and overlooking the fact that, hey, Muscala's been a DNP CD for like the last five times, like the last five games. Instead of doing that, where you wouldn't bat your eye at that, you wouldn't bat your eye at that fact in any means, now the Thunder have assets instead. So nothing changes rotationally for the most part. Nothing changes like big picture for the Thunder. They just instead have a roster spot open for this summer and have some assets. And I think that that's the key to all of this. I think that that is why the Thunder did this. And so while I understand 
the concern, I would need you before you have that concern to tell me how you plan to find him minutes. Whenever Jay will, whenever Jay will is playing this well, and whenever Jeremiah Robinson Earl returns from his blue assignment as he rehabs and gets back from injury. Uh, and then if you're sitting here and now that we know that the Thunder have Dario Sarge and you're wondering, well, well, how is Sarge going to play? That's the same thing as Mike Muscala. That's the exact same scenario that Mike Muscala would find himself in. So this trade does by no means change whatever you felt about the Thunder on Tuesday night. Whatever you felt on Tuesday night, as you saw Muscala you know, play really well and, and have a revenge game of, of the century against the Lakers and, and help the Thunder get that massive win, like whatever you felt then, you should still feel now about the direction of this team, especially this season, but also big picture-wise. Because all they did was signify to you, hey, these young bigs are going to play more than him, so we might as well just get a couple second-round picks because he's on board with also moving forward. And and he's going to have a great time in Boston. They, they need the big man depth, especially to get them through the regular season as Al Horford doesn't play back-to-backs. And, uh, you know, sadly, who knows what's, what's up in the air or around the corner at any moment for Robert uh, Williams's health. And he can he can be due for you know a clutch a clutch shooting streak in a postseason game where he gets inserted in for ten minutes for Boston. And he can be on his way to a championship ring. And so while you have the fan favorite aspect of Muscala's game, while you have uh, what we just saw Tuesday night in your in your purview, taking a step back, it's not that big of a deal. It really isn't because the Thunder have now replaced Mike Muscala with Dario Saric, and they're practically the same player. We're going to get into that coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast. But first, I want to say right now, about our good friends over at Rocket Money, folks. Rocket Money is phenomenal. It is incredible. You can try it for free for 30 days. It is enough time to try and completely forget about your subscriptions and the services. So before you know it, you are then just paying for subscriptions that you do not need, you do not use, and it's just every single month that you see this money go down the drain. That's how they get you as the whole, oh, try it for free for a week, for a month, for two months. And then before you know it, it's all just going downhill. But when you use Rocket Money, you can change that in just a few quick taps. Do you know how much your subscriptions are costing you right now? Most Americans think that they spend around $80 a month on subscription services whenever the actual total is closer to $200 a month. If you do not know exactly how much you're spending every month. You need Rocket Money. You should go check out Rocket Money right now because Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that helps you find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions and it monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought just to watch one single show on or that free trial that you never used and forgot about. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify those subscriptions for you, and then you can stop paying for them and only keep the ones that you truly want and you truly use. So stop throwing away your money. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today at Rocket Money by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. So after we got that wave of news about Mike Muscala being dealt to the Boston Celtics, which did come as a surprise, it did come out of nowhere. I did not think that Muscala would be traded um, on the trade on Monday yesterday. But then we got the more predictable move of Darius Baisley heading out the door, traded to the Phoenix Suns. And I do not think that there could have been an, a better dream scenario for this trade. And this is one that Andrew Schlex talked about a lot on the Down the Dunk podcast and, and, and with The Athletic you know, on Twitter. And it just so happened to be the exact deal that he's he's hypothesized for the last uh, uh, couple of weeks now. There is obviously no surprise that despite the Thunder being comfortable with keeping Baisley past the deadline, that history shows that whenever a player is set to reach restricted free agency, Sam Presti's going to trade them. And the writing was on the wall for Darius Baisley. He didn't really have a future niche in OKC. And like the Muscala situation, the Thunder just needed that roster slot. Like that was one of the more valuable things for OKC. And so the Suns trade away Darius Baisley. I mean, I'm sorry, the Suns receive Darius Baisley. They trade away Dario Saric, a 2029 second round pick and cash considerations. If I told you a week ago that you would be getting all of those things, you'd be pretty excited about the Darius Baisley trade. And so Darius Baisley now can go and provide some much needed defense to that now contending and maybe even West favorite Suns. Um, and he can he can offer the Suns defense and switchability and get some much needed change of scenery. Whereas OKC now in the summertime they'll have Sarge expiring and they'll open up that roster spot with that expiring contract and now have two roster spots in the summertime. Uh, and they now pick up three second round picks today uh, in this whole trade process. So that is a massive win for OKC. And if you were earlier in the day freaking out about the fact that the Thunder traded away Mike Muscala, they got back Mike Muscala. Like, we don't have the same emotional attachment to Saric. We don't have the same uh, pomp and circumstance and good feeling around Dario Saric. But when you just look at the numbers, Dario Saric is 28 years old. He's played in 37 games so far this year. He's averaging 5.8 points per game. He's averaging 3.8 rebounds per game. He's averaging 1.5 assists per game. He's shooting 42% from the floor. He's shooting 39% from three. He's shooting 81% from the free throw line and shooting 40% from corner threes and 37% on non-corner threes while on an expiring contract. Mike Muscala this season is 31 years old, has played in 43 games, is averaging six points per game, three rebounds per game, and an assist per game while shooting 43% from the floor, 39% from three, and 79% at the free throw line. On corner threes, Muscala is shooting 38%, and on non-corner threes, he's shooting 40%. Both expiring deals this summer, and one, you do not have the emotional attachment to to kind of make that an awkward business decision. They're the same player. 
They're the same player. And if you sit back today as I say this about the Thunder trading for Sarge and go, you know, I just don't see how they find minutes for Sarge. Yeah. They didn't have a way to find minutes for Muscala here as as they round into health down, you know, after the All-Star break and round into health uh, as the season progresses. Like that's the whole thing. That's the whole kit and caboodle about this move. And so why is it so important to have those roster spots open, to have those roster spots available? Well, in terms of like the rest of this season, you only have one open after you after you officially uh, buy out Justin Jackson and wave him and move on from him. That's been reported. It has not been official by the team yet, but it's been reported that they're going to move on from uh, Justin Jackson. Uh, I I am pretty confident they're going to keep Sarish. In fact, Joe Mazzotto of the Oklahoma also tweeted out that he's confident that they're going to keep Sarish. And in fact, also, Joe Mazzotto got the scoop on what uniform Sarge is going to wear. He's going to wear number nine in OKC. So shout out to him in that case. Uh, but for this specific season, like in terms of like now until April, it doesn't mean much of anything. You only have one rush spot open. There's not really a reason to fill it. Sam Presti has shown in the past that he's very comfortable carrying an open roster spot. But sure, I mean, technically speaking, there is an avenue there to bring in a fun 10-day deal for uh, some guys that pop in the G League, in which the Blue have a lot of. They have a lot of fun G League guys like Jemias Ramsey, like Robert Woodard II, Andre even, if you believe in that uh, uh, comeback, and he progresses the way that he wants to, and he says he wants to come back. Uh, DJ Wilson, like whatever the case is there, like on the 10-day deal. That's not really the important part. The important part is this summer, you free up two roster spots in a draft, which you have a first round pick and you have two seconds. Uh, now look, the first round pick is going to be on a, st- a standard deal. Has to be, it has to be for a first round pick that wizards pick. I find it hard to believe that the wizards are going to play their way out of a range in which your second round pick will not be on a guaranteed deal. While second round picks can sign two way deals. It's not common in the top 40 to sign a two way deal. So I don't think that the, that the Wizards will fall out of the top 40. And in that case, you're going to sign another guy in, with the Wizards second round pick if you do choose to use it um, to a standard deal that fills up the two roster spots. And then whatever this Boston pick ends up being. And as a reminder, you know, the low second round picks, you know, which is what where Boston will be this year, they'll be low in the second round. They can be on those, those two-way deals to where you do have enough to take on all these picks this year. You free up the two roster spots for uh, the first round pick and for the second round pick. You free up a two-way contract whenever you let go of one or both of Lindy Waters the third or Eugenio Marui and bring in that third second round pick. So if you want to, in a very deep draft class that everybody loves, including myself, you could bring in three more guys from that draft and continue to explore as next year's roster gets more full, next year's roster gets more interesting um, just as, as seeing how players progress. And if you're wondering, you know, why second round picks? Like, why do second round picks matter? Why are they Why are they trading Muscala for second round picks? Well, they got back a Muscala um, in the deal. But look no further than your own roster. Eight of the 17 players in this roster, soon to be 16 over Jackson is released, were, were second round pick or undrafted guys. Isaiah Joe, second round pick. Aaron Wiggins, not only a second round pick, he was the 55th overall pick in the draft. Jeremiah Robertson Earl, second-round pick. Jalen Williams out of Arkansas, second-round pick. And then, of course, your two-way guys, Eugenio Marui and Lindy Waters were not drafted. But Kenny Hustle, undrafted. Lou Dort, undrafted. Like, there is value in the second round. The, the, the league is too, uh, you know, the, the sport of basketball is too deep to not have value in the second round. And as you kick the can down the road in these second-round draft picks, look at this year's trade deadline. 
Look at last year's trade deadline. Look at the year before that trade deadline. You can get some quality veterans down the road um, for second-round picks. Also, second-round picks are nice sweeteners to use. They're nice to have uh, in the back pocket for a rainy day. So there is value in second-round picks. And the Thunder really lost Baisley and gained three second-round picks. I just laid out the raw numbers to you. If you think that Sarge can keep that pace up where he's shooting that well from three and he's scoring the ball that well as, as well as Muscala was, you kept the same production that Muscala gave you, you lost Baisley, and you got three first-round picks. So, so for losing whatever production Baisley gave you, you gained three first-round picks. That's all that happened at this deadline. So that should not dramatically... Ship, you know, shift shape your viewpoint on how this season will continue to unfold. Now, if you want to say that this team won't make the play-in or make the postseason, that's perfectly fine because of how good the West is and how young this team is. But it's not going to be because they traded Mike Muscala to the Boston Celtics. It's just not. If they don't make the play-in or the playoffs, it's going to be because, because the West is tough and because this team is too young. That's going to be why. Not because Mike Muscala plays for the, for the green team in Boston. So take a deep breath. While it was fun and it was exciting and it was unexpected, including for all of us, it doesn't mean all that much other than yet another way for Sam Presti to stockpile assets and to stockpile um, ways to improve this team. So let's update you on this Thunder roster and the rotation ahead for OKC, as well as talk about tonight's game against the Portland Trailblazers, uh, which will be very important for the Thunder in the standings and talk about the Western Conference, which looks totally different now that the Phoenix Suns have Kevin Durant and Darius Baisley. And I might even give you one more segment of Darius Baisley propaganda for old time's sake. Who knows, though? You'll have to wait and find out about that. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel is incredible. It is the sports book that you're going to want to use and the only one that you need for your Super Bowl party. It's America's number one sports book. We're really excited about them being our new sports betting partner here at Locked On. Their number one sports book in America, FanDuel, is awesome and even better and brand new. If you're new to FanDuel, that's great because they have so many great features for you to use to make betting on sports fun and easy. Go download FanDuel right now and you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not hit. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to the point spreads to who will score a touchdown. It's awesome. FanDuel Sportsbook is safe, secure, super easy to use. The best part is you get your winnings instantly. So go to FanDuel.com right now slash locked on for a no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And whenever you get there to FanDuel.com slash locked on, you just click on that Super Bowl 57 tab and the Chiefs are one and a half point underdogs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, let, let's take Patrick Mahomes, the league MVP, as an underdog in that game and see if we're right on Monday after the big game is played on Sunday. Check it out today, FanDuel.com slash Locked On. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. 
Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder Basketball. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms, including on YouTube. For your next listen, check out the Game to Game Podcast. 15 minutes or less on the recap of the association from the night before. The Thunder roster. SGA, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, Trey Mann, Isaiah Joe, Lindy Waters. Round out your guards at six players. For your wings, it's Wiggins, Jang, J-Dub, Kenny Hustle. That's four. Biggs, Eugenio Marui. That's the position he plays. Obviously, he's not very big, but he does play a big position. He's on two-way deal. Uh, Dario Saric, Poku, Jeremiah Robertson Earl, Jay Will, and Chet Holmgren. And reportedly getting waived is Justin Jackson, so he doesn't factor in, so then 16 players from this roster. Let's talk about the rotation, though, because for all the pearl clutching about trading away Mike Muscala, this is the rotation. Like These are how many guys that you're going to want in your rotation. you got to have Shea, Giddy, Dort, J-Dub, and J-Will in your rotation. Let's just say that that's the starting five for argument's sake. Isaiah Joe has to be in your rotation with the way that he spaces the floor, with the way that he shoots the basketball, with the way that he rises the, the the talent level of his teammates by that floor spacing and making their life easier. Isaiah Joe has to be in there. Kenny Hustle has to be in there as the adult in the room, as the guy who sets the tone, sets the intensity, and plays such a good style of basketball. Kenny Hustle's in there. That's seven. Wiggins makes winning plays, and I will continue to beat the drum for Aaron Wiggins. That's now eight players on there. We just mentioned if you if you love Muscala in this on this team, Dario Sarch is Muscala's production level. That's nine. Jeremiah Robinson Earl before the injury is playing so well. Jeremiah Robinson Earl deserves a spot in this rotation. That's ten. And then you know, Poku is he coming back? Is he not coming back from the injury? Who knows? Put him in eleven uh, just because of the injury's sake. And then that's not even to mention at twelve you have Trey Mann who is a guy that can get hot on any given night shooting the basketball and really help your offense uh, go and really help your offense grow, which is a big deal. And past that, you know, you'll, you'll have some still miles on the car for Usman Jang throughout the rest of this season uh, at certain stints, you know, both with the G League and with the, with the NBA team. Uh, so that'll be a back-and-forth thing all year. Um, you know, Lindy Waters has offered a little bit of stuff, you know, in, in spots whenever guys get banged up and guys get hurt a little bit and just changing the tempo. Same with Eugenio Marui. Like, this is still a very deep team and a, very, and a team that will go, you know, 10, 11 deep of talented guys that you feel comfortable throwing into certain matchups and throwing into certain environments and certain games. So this team is still going to be very fun. I think that this team's record will be organic. It'll be organic. It's not going to be tanking. It's not going to be anything like that. Their record is going to be what they are at the end, at the end of the year. It's going to signify what they were. Either they were a young team who are on a miraculous run, who overachieved, who who defied the odds of what young teams typically do, and they actually did find a way to close out games and games, in the, and that the, the, the pathway and the light way for OKC is incredibly bright for the future, um, even more so accelerated at that point, or 
they're going to fade a bit down the stretch organically by still playing all their guys, but just not closing out games and juice their lottery odds and even brighten their future by adding a really good pick and a really good draft class. There's no lose situation here. I think that it's all going to be organic. I think it's all going to be all going to be fun. All going to be fun for OKC in this deal. Look, obviously you all know, if you listen to this podcast, how I feel about trading Darius Baisley and the bias I had uh, toward Baisley. I, I really think that this, I'm, I, I'm not giving up on him. I'm not. I think that the Suns are a match made in heaven for Darius Baisley. If Chris Paul, if Monty Williams, if they cannot get Baisley to become this rim running, uh, you know, cutting athletic forward that plays one through five defense and switchable defense, then it's over for him. Then it's just over for him. And I refuse to believe that it's over for him. I refuse to believe that. So I think that this change of scenery will be incredible to rejuvenate his career uh, in that I think that he'll help the Suns. Uh, and, and I think that it's going to be a guy that that people look at and say, wow, the Suns did a good job here getting um, Darius Baisley. So let me know what you think for the trade deadline. Let me know what your favorite move was, both for the Thunder, if you have one, and just nationally. Like, what do you think the best move was all trade deadline long around every NBA team? Let me know on that front. We'll be back to recap the game against the Portland Trailblazers, which is going to have huge implications in the play-in and playoff standings as they grab Cam Reddish and do a few other things on the trade deadline market today. Uh, It'll be a fun, fun race from now until the postseason. If the Thunder are fortunate enough to get to the postseason, they are truly going to earn it, and they're truly going to make their mark and are no rival, which is what Sam Presti has always wanted to, if they can navigate this incredibly brutal Western Conference while being the second youngest team in NBA history. It'll be fun. We'll be here for it every step of the ride. So subscribe across all podcasting platforms and on YouTube so you never miss an episode. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. And until next time, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.